And so we're just having a fantastic Sunday so far. Um, it's also the um, the end of our fast. As, as Nathan mentioned earlier, uh, this is a time in our service when we get to partake in a very special and intimate union with God. A uh, time to reflect on the death of our Lord and Savior Jesus. It's a time of celebration. A celebration of the life that Jesus lived, but also a life that we get to live because of what Jesus did as he died on the cross for us. Amen. You know, one of the final things in life that we should take advantage of. You know, it's, um, it makes me think, too, when I think of the love of Christ, uh, sometimes it's hard to fathom. If you guys could turn with me over to 1 Corinthians 11. Again, my name is David, for those of you who didn't know or may have forgotten, I'm David. <laughs> um, I've, been, I've been a disciple uh, for 28 years now, um, starting back in Boston. And in, in those earlier days of being a disciple, I would question God a lot. And it was always the same question, God, why do you love me so much? And that, that was usually coming from a place, you know, after feeling guilty of whatever sin I had committed at that time. But I would always ask that question, why? Why do you love me so much, God? And I think, man, if God was to, you know, call me or send me a text message, he'd probably say, because I do. You know, 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23, says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he, get, when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he, broke the, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Amen. You know, a few, a few verses before this, you know, Paul is giving a reproof to the church because the observance of the Lord's Supper was in disorder. And in verse 21, he's referring to them uh, not serving one another in love as Jesus would do. Some of them were getting drunk uh, during this time in remembrance of Jesus. Instead of glorification and worship, it was defilement and blasphemy towards other Christians who had nothing. And it made me think of times when I would take communion, my thought wouldn't be Jesus. My thought would be, man, I really screwed up this week. You know, my thought would be at times thinking about something that happened to someone else, a brother or sister, thinking, man, I'm glad that wasn't me. You know, I, I've had those thoughts, you know, I have to admit. Um, and even those thoughts weren't always at communion, but at times it was. But just can you imagine sitting next to your brother and sister right now and thinking, man, they don't have whatever, you know, you fill in the blanks. Don't know if you guys, uh, you know, have thought that way or think that way. Um, I know I have. You know, it might be of a surprise to some of you guys, but I, I still sin. Um, um, yeah, I do. Sorry. But I know sometimes my mind can just go in places it just shouldn't go. And it's you, a lot of times it's the wrong time. It's where my thoughts should be when I'm, I need to be focused on Jesus and what he's done. 
um, that definitely isn't the thought of Jesus. This isn't just simply a regular routine that we do on Sundays. This is the Lord's Supper. We get to be witnesses to the greatness of God through the blood and the flesh of Jesus Christ. And this is what we should be remembering. Jesus died so we can see God in the way he sees God. You know, our lives, the way we, uh, the way we live is a testament to this. You know, how often have you made a decision, but it's not the decision you would have made if you didn't know Jesus? Man, I can go on for days how many times. Um, but it's because of the torn flesh. It's because of the blood that was shed. So we can have this opportunity to remember. You know, we could think about this, uh, we could think about this weekend, all the things that we did in ways that were sinful, or things that we may have said that just wasn't good. But it's not a time to hang our heads in shame. If we're true followers of Christ, then we are forgiven people because of the cross. That's, that's something to embrace. That's something that we can put our arms around, knowing that we are forgiven. We don't have to hang our heads. We don't have to feel shameful. We can confess. We, we move on. We change. And we just become better each and every day. That, that's the goal as disciples, to just be better every day, to not be perfect because that's who we're just not going to be. Um, but our lives are being transformed and reshaped because Jesus went to the cross to die for you, for me. Amen. Let's pray. Amen. God, we do thank you so much for giving us the opportunity uh, to, to feel your love, giving us the opportunity to, to love others, and God, to have our lives reshaped every single day. And Father, we know that we will never not be sinful people, but we are grateful that your love covers us. And, uh, we can be forgiven. And, uh, we are grateful uh, to know that Jesus died so we can have the things that we have in life, so we can do the things that we do, so we can be in this family that you put us in. That we will always be an undeserving people. So, Father, I pray that we will embrace your love, that we will embrace the encouragement. Father, help us to always embrace your spirit. We thank you so much for Jesus' flesh being torn, his blood being spilt. For us, oh God, we love you so very much. We pray and ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Quayville contribution. Father, we come to you again just to thank you so much for the opportunity we have to give. Father, with the things that we have in life are not because we deserve them. Father, you are constantly given to us. We are grateful that you are giving us the opportunity to give back to those who are in need, those who are less fortunate. Father, we owe you everything, but we know we will uh, not be able to give back to the amount that you've given to us. Father, we are grateful for the opportunity, and we pray that our contribution uh, to you, uh, Father, you will double it, uh, whatever it is that you need to do. Uh, Father, we are, um, again, just grateful for the opportunity that we can give back uh, to you, to your church. Father, I, I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.